Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Canadian Military Heroes podcast. This episode we'll be talking about Frederick Harvey. Frederick Maurice Watson Harvey was born in Ireland in the small town of Athboy in County Meath on September 1st, 1888. He was one of seven children, all brothers, born to Reverend and Mrs. Alfred Harvey. Growing up, he showed that he was a talented athlete, excelling in rugby and no slouch in boxing. When he was 20 years old, he immigrated to Fort McLeod, Alberta, and tried his hand as a surveyor for three years. In 1914, he married Winifred Patterson, who was the daughter of a Northwest Mounted Police superintendent, the predecessor of today's Royal Canadian Mounted Police. In 1915, he enlisted in the Canadian Mounted Rifles and was commissioned as an officer in 1916. Soon after, he and his fellow cavalry were on their way to war with his wife in tow. While he was at war, she would find work building ammunition in a factory for the war effort. Soon after arriving, he was transferred into the Lord Strathcona's Horse Regiment, which was attached to the Canadian Cavalry Brigade. This brigade contained a number of cavalry regiments and was, at the time of the events that led to Lieutenant Harvey being awarded his Victoria Cross, stationed north of Perone on the Somme River. On March 27, 1917, the regiments making up the Canadian Cavalry Brigade were riding high, so to speak, having succeeded in driving the German army out of a number of strongly defended positions. These had been the first successful cavalry attacks of the war for the Canadians. That day, the Lord Strathconas were given orders to attack the German-held towns of Guillancourt and Salcourt. Together with their fellow soldiers in the Fort Garry Horse Regiment, the Strathconas launched their attack at 5.15 in the evening, having been delayed by what is described as a heavy snowstorm. Once the storm abated, the Fort Garry set about attacking Salcourt, leaving the Strathconas to attack Guillancourt. It was not long after the beginning of the attack on the town that Lieutenant Harvey stepped into the limelight. As the Canadians began their charge against the town, they discovered a German trench line guarded by a machine gun and surrounded by barbed wire. This machine gun caused terrible losses in the first wave of the attacking Canadians, and the horsemen veered away from the initial attack to take cover from the hail of bullets. Lieutenant Harvey had been riding ahead of his unit and found himself targeted by the machine gun. He dismounted from his horse and charged at the German trench. When he reached the barbed wire, he hurtled over it and shot the gunner with his pistol. All this while the rest of the trench was still manned by other German soldiers. He managed to capture the gun, and this allowed his fellow cavalrymen to capture the trench, and with that, the town of Guillancourt. From the citation, For most conspicuous bravery and devotion to duty, during attack by his regiment on a village, a party of the enemy ran forward to a wired trench just in front of the village and opened rapid rifle and machine gun fire at very close range, causing heavy casualties in the leading troop. At this critical moment, when the enemy showed no intention whatsoever of retiring, and fire was still intense, Lieutenant Harvey, who was in command of the leading troop, ran forward well ahead of his men and dashed at the trench, still fully manned, jumped the wire, shot the machine gunner, and captured the gun. His most courageous act undoubtedly had a decisive effect on the success of the operation. London Gazette, 8th of June, 1917. Initially, Lieutenant Harvey was awarded the Distinguished Service Order Medal by British Commanding General Sir Douglas Haig. Two weeks after that, it was decided that his deeds warranted the Victoria Cross. Possibly because the French decided his deeds were worthy of the Croix de Guerre, France's highest military honor. Actually, I can't back that statement up at all, but the French really did award Lieutenant Harvey with Croix de Guerre, and his DSO really did get upgraded to the Victoria Cross. He received his medal from the King, July 21, 1917, in Buckingham Palace. Lieutenant Harvey was not finished with the war, nor was he finished winning medals. On March 30, 1918, he would win the Military Cross in the same action that would earn Lieutenant Gordon Flower do his own Victoria Cross. We will discuss his actions in a future episode. Harvey stayed in the Army following the war and made it his career, climbing the ranks. In 1938, he was promoted to Lieutenant Colonel and was given command of the Lord Strathconas. When the Second World War began, he was promoted to Brigadier General and given command of the 13th Military District, which covered Alberta and parts of the Northwest Territories. 
This included Curry Barracks, the training facility that would later go on to be known as Canadian Forces Base Calgary. In 1945, the Harvey's only son, Lieutenant Dennis Harvey, was killed in action while serving in Europe. Frederick Harvey retired from the Army shortly after the war ended. In 1956, a number of surviving Victoria Cross winners gathered in Hyde Park in England for the Victoria Cross Review, and Harvey was a part of the Canadian delegation. In 1958, he was made the honorary colonel of the Lord Strathcona's and would retain his post until 1966. Frederick Harvey died August 24, 1980, at 91 years of age. He was buried in Fort McLeod, Alberta. On September 13, 1980, the Lord Strathcona's held a memorial service for the deceased hero. 150 people stood in the driving rain to honor the memory of the man. Harvey is the third Victoria Cross winner to get his name attached to a mountain, which happened in 1949. He also appears to be the first Victoria Cross winner to have his name removed from a mountain, as I cannot locate a Mount Harvey in Jasper National Park where it is said it was named. There is a Harvey Lake, which leads to a Harvey Pass, so perhaps there was a reassignment of names after the time. Frederick Harvey's numerous medals are on display in the Museum of Regiments in Calgary, Alberta. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. I hope you found it as enjoyable to listen to as I did researching it. I hope to bring you another story soon. Until that time, bon voyage. Bon voyage.